Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Hello, enthusiasts. Before we get to all the exciting ACE news from this past month and hear about upcoming ACE events happening in October, we always like to take a look back at an ACE event. And this past month was, of course, Preservation Conference. And I have someone here with me right now who was there. Everyone, please welcome Maddie Christoph Weinrack. Maddie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am so well. I'm really excited to hear all about PrezCon. Uh, mm-hmm. But first, everybody has to know who you are. You happen to be related to the video promotions and YouTube coordinator, our yes. very own Ben Weinrack, is your dad, right? Mm-hmm. He's also been so incredibly helpful and wonderful to the podcast team. And so, uh, yeah, thanks for being on today. Of course. I'm very happy to be here. So where are you from? I'm from Cranford, New Jersey, which is about 20 miles outside of New York City. And you live there now? Yes. But I heard you're you're going somewhere very shortly, yes? Yes. In <laughs> two days, I am moving to uh, Northwestern University, which is in Evanston, Illinois. Congratulations. You're starting college. I am. I'm a little nervous, but it'll be fun. What are you majoring in? Do you mind saying? Do you know yet? Uh, engineering. Undecided. Oh, are potentially coaster manufacturers in your future? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. That's definitely Is that a, an interest for you. Definitely, it's something I would like to explore. Very cool. So, what would you consider your home park? Uh, Six Flags Great Adventure, but distance-wise, I think I'm technically closer to Coney Island. Nice. Okay, so this was a park you've been to before for PrezCon. Many times. I think the Cyclone was one of the first big coasters I ever rode as a kid. Really? Do you remember it? Not specifically. I've been on it (laughs) so many times at this point that it all kind of mushes together in my head. So what got you into coasters? Was it your dad? It was my dad. I actually remember quite vividly, he likes to watch YouTube while folding laundry. And (laughs) suddenly he just started watching all of these roller coaster videos. I know Coaster Studios came up a lot and Coaster Kids did too. And, you know, I would come join him. And slowly we started watching more of these videos. We started going to more parks in our area. And then for my 10th birthday, we decided to join Ace. Nice. It's been a while. It's been, it's been. Yeah. So you've kind of grown up in Ace. Yes, definitely. That's so great. And then it's been like a bonding thing for you guys. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get into Preservation Conference. Um, This was a three-day event, is that right? Yes. Friday through Sunday um, at the end of August. um, And it started where? Where where did the... the, uh, Tell me everything, because I wasn't there. So it started on Friday. Is that when you got in? Yes. The first park was Playland, then Adventureland. And finally, we ended off with Coney Island with Luna Park and Dino's. Wonder Wheel. Do you know it's Wonder Wheel? Yes. 
Oh, yeah. We had Dino on the podcast. He was so fun to talk to. I wish I could have been to Preservation Con. I really tried to go this year, but it's it's been a year <laughs> out here in, in Hollywood. We've had a lot going on. So, all right. So day one, Playland Park. Tell me a little bit about that first day. It was a lot of fun. I've been to all of these parks before, so it wasn't anything too new, but it was great to be there. Playland is really cool because it has a great mix of new things and old things and history. So we got to ride the kiddie coaster, which they do not let adults ride usually. You have to... Nice. Got that credit. We got that credit, which was fun. <laughs> I know a lot of people were excited about that. They also have a lot of really unique rides. They have a derby racer with the horses, which is one of my favorite rides at the park. Wait, what's that? What is that? It's uh, horses and they kind of go around in a circle. It's like a bigger carousel and you go faster, and I just think oh. it's a lot of fun. Nice. Okay. Yes. And what other what other rides do they have? They had the Dragon Coaster, which is definitely their biggest ride, and they have a log flume, a carousel, uh, a few other more historic rides, as well as another kiddie coaster. So let me ask about the Dragon Coaster. Dra so the Dragon Coaster is not a kiddie coaster? There's also a kiddie coaster? Yes. The Dragon Coaster okay. is a larger wooden coaster. So what was your favorite part of the whole day? Probably just exploring the park. Uh, it has so much character and charm, and the Dragon Coaster itself is definitely so much fun to ride with ACE members. Uh, they're really able to get the ride operators into it and get the whole car uh, engaged in such a fun ride. I think that actually made the Dragon Coaster more of an enjoyable experience for me. Nice. So you were there the whole day? Yes. Fun. Rain were and there shine. a lot of ACE members there? Definitely. Uh, it was raining that morning, so I think that deterred a lot of other people from coming. So even though, you know, the park was open to anyone, it kind of felt like ERT all day. Even in the rain, rain or even shine, if it rolls, rain. we ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, did you enter any of the raffles? Uh, we entered the raffle for the Cyclone Tour. Oh, okay. Uh, so... That was for Coney Island? Yes. So it was, an, it was a raffle for an exclusive tour in the morning before ERT that would allow you to go under the coaster and just see some of their behind-the-scenes mechanisms. When did you win the raffle? We actually won the raffle on the first day at Playland Park during lunch. They announced, does anyone want to buy raffle tickets? Last call. And me and my dad took $20 and luckily won three. One for my dad, one for my brother, and one for me. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. We were very, very thrilled. So tell me about Adventureland. Adventureland was a lot of fun. It's uh, a smaller park than Playland, but it has some really unique rides. They just installed Fireball, which is a vertical coaster, and I think it's technically called a rollerball coaster, but that was definitely a unique experience. The best way I can uh, describe it is that it's kind of like um, an RMC 4D coaster's lift hill with all the twisting and turning. What? Yeah, it was. Oh, that's fun. Kind of look this up. <laughs> I want to see videos. <laughs> yeah, and the park was super clean, super nice. Uh, it was definitely hotter that day, but they had every ride open, and it was it was a lot of fun. Tell me about the other rides that are there. They have uh, another small coaster called the Rattlesnake, which is a kiddie coaster, but definitely still a lot of fun. Uh, another fun coaster that they had was Turbulence, which is a spinning coaster by mock oh. and i will say the spin on that was quite intense i remember seeing a few cars spinning way faster than i would ever be comfortable with 
That's good, though. I hate when you get on a spinning coaster and you don't spin. Definitely. (laughs) I mean, at least it delivers. I went on a spinning coaster the other day. I won't say where, but I was just, I just went backwards the whole time, which is fun and fine. But, you know, you wait in line, you want to spin. Of course, it adds another (laughs) dimension. And then one other funny uh, ride was Mystery Mansion, which was a really cute, I found it cute, uh, dark ride with some spooky stuff in there as well. Okay, fun. And uh, one more thing. I know a lot of Acers really like the antique cars. It's a really cute ride where you get to go around the log flume and the pirate ship and kind of enjoy the scenery. Definitely. Oh, so it's like 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 go-karts? Uh, it sort of takes you? It takes you. You get to pretend okay. to drive. <laughs> well, you know, if you live, you grow up in New York, you know, maybe you don't get a lot of chance <laughs> to drive cars. If you're taking the subway or taxis everywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, it's a really cute park and we really enjoyed our time there. Awesome. What else happened that day? Uh, I know there was a scavenger hunt going on. I was not a part of that. Um, But there were also different park history and warehouse tours. I went on the warehouse tour and it was a lot of fun to just see all of the old stuff that Adventureland has kept. They have one train from almost every ride they've ever had uh, and they keep it kind of like a souvenir yeah wow that must be huge there was some really interesting stuff in there some rides i didn't even know they used to have that sounds like fun it was a lot of fun they have a lot of cool behind the scenes stuff they had tons of wheels for rattlesnake and turbulence in there and my dad and i kept joking that we just wanted to snag one just take one (laughs) just take would they really miss one yes Yes, they probably would. Yeah, yes, good would. for you for not doing that. <laughs> we do not condone that as Ace. <laughs> no. And so then was the silent auction that day? It was. I did not attend part. Okay, Those so were... it was really about all about the third day for you. So now we're, yeah. we'll move on then. Move on to Sunday when you went to Luna Park at Coney Island and Dino's Wonder Wheel. So Definitely. Explain this whole day for me. So we got there early, uh, and me, my dad, and my brother actually won tickets for the Cyclone Tour, which we were super excited about. The uh, backstage tour was at 9 a.m., so we got up bright and early, drove over, and it was very cool. They allowed us to actually walk over the track and underneath part of the um, lift hill, and we got to see all of the mechanisms behind that, as well as get really close to the track, and the operator and tour guide was kind of showing us some changes to the cyclone, how they've had to adjust the height of the first drop over the past few years, which I thought was Wait, really, really interesting. Yeah. How? Oh my so gosh. there is some New York City regulation and they had to, um, the cyclone actually goes slightly underneath the ground. Uh, the first drop is kind of in a little ditch and they had to adjust the height of the ditch uh, to fit with regulations on how low things could be, which I thought was really Whoa. interesting. Yeah, so if you wrote it when it first opened, it was actually a slightly longer drop than it is now. Oh, wow. I wonder if that counts as two different coaster credits. (laughs) (laughs) Judges? I don't know. Comment. (laughs) As someone who's into engineering, like, was this just 
exciting for you? Did you get any, do you think you got anything extra out of it than just as a coaster enthusiast? It's just so cool to see how everything comes together to make this ride work. I mean, they've invested so much money and time and energy into keeping the whole coaster running. I mean, the tour guide was talking about how they have carpenters who work every single day of the week, who walk the whole length of the ride three times every morning. And it was just really amazing to see. That sounds amazing. How many people got to do this tour? 20. And were you able to ask questions or was it more like a presentation? Was there someone walking you through Yeah, everything? there was someone walking us through and people asked all sorts of questions, though I was kind of awestruck the whole time and kept my mouth <laughs> shut. Yeah, I feel like I would be the same way. Just like, what? It's such an <laughs> amazing stuff, structure. All of it. Every time I've been on any kind of warehouse tour or... or um, you know, anything to do with coaster maintenance, which we just covered a couple episodes ago. It just kind of blows my mind what actually goes into it's not like you make a coaster and it's done. Mm-hmm. Like it's an everyday constant and something like the cyclone. Yeah. Which is so iconic, you know, like they can't yeah. lose that. They've got to keep it up. They have to keep it up. And it's clear there's so much work that goes into keeping it running. They even tried to get two trains on for ERT, but at the last second they weren't able to just because of maintenance. One other really Mm. cool thing uh, that they told us on the tour was that during the winter they actually take apart all the trains completely and rebuild them just to make sure and check everything, which I thought was so interesting because even after the summer season's over, these carpenters still have a lot of work to do. In the winter, wow. Mm -hmm. They take them entirely apart, like no seats and everything. I just like you think the just like the underneath, like how wow everything. What? So even if it feels a little sketchy sometimes, that ride is very very safe. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. If anybody was worried. (laughs) Yeah, and after the tour, they started up ERT for everyone, which was so much fun. I mean, it's such a marathonable coaster. It's and uh, if you haven't ridden the cyclone, it has really strong lateral forces. So you're totally pushed into the person next to you. You guys get to become friends very, very fast. Uh, and yeah, it was just a lot of fun with a whole train of enthusiastic acers. Yeah, it's always ace members are always so happy to mm-hmm. be there during ERP, ERT. I know I am. Uh, we love our exclusive ride time. Yes, we do. For sure. So you had ERT just on Cyclone, Cyclone or were There was other ERT rides on involved? Cyclone and Tony's Express. And it was actually interesting the way they staggered the um, ERT. So Luna Park opens uh, around 11 or 10 a.m. So our ERT was just until then. And then the Wonder Wheel opens at 12. So our ERT was before that. So it was Cyclone and Tony's Express until 11, and then starting at 10.30, we had ERT on Phoenix, and then from 11, we had ERT on the Wonder Wheel, and then the whole park was open, and anyone could go on everything. Wow. Can you explain uh, Tony's Express? It's a new family coaster. Uh, It's pretty mild, but it's a lot of fun, and they've actually done some really cool things with the lighting on that coaster, so at night, it looks quite amazing. Ooh, a good lighting package. We love a good lighting package. And actually built in to Tony's Express is a flume ride called Letty's Treasure that also just opened. It's a lot of fun. You get absolutely drenched and the flume and the roller coaster intertwine throughout. So it's a super fun, immersive experience. What do you mean built into it? So the flume is underneath the coaster at certain parts. 
other uh, parts. They're side by side. It's really like they're dancing between each other. Oh, that's so fun. I've never been. This is bucket list for me. So oh, I got to get out there. All right. Let's talk about Phoenix. Phoenix. I heard when uh, when I had DJ from Dino's Wonder Wheel here on the podcast, he said that there might be something that he would be announcing about the Phoenix. Do you know what that was? No. Oh. <laughs> I do not. I listened to the podcast, too. I... We were we thought that maybe he'd run it twice or something, but there that's was, what I heard. So I did not uh, get to ride the it Instagram, twice. the Ace Instagram posted a video of him. Say, so maybe he only announced it for the gram, mm. <laughs> but I watched it and my but I just didn't know if it was going to be like an announcement to everybody before that they're going to start trying to run it twice in a row to make it longer. So when he had said to me, oh, we might be doing something to make it a little longer, I was like, are they extending the track? How would they do that? <laughs> no, they're planning on you get to ride it, it twice. twice through. Sadly. Is that something that you would want to do? Definitely. It's a really fun yeah. coaster. But sadly, that was not what was going on for ERT, which could have been for t uh, many different reasons. But Yeah, I'm sure that there's a lot involved with doing yes. that. But I think that's still cool that Acers were the first to know. <laughs> yes, for sure. Phoenix is a really great coaster. Uh, it's surprisingly forceful for a family coaster. I was impressed by the G-forces, and there's this really cool turn where it brings you almost upside down and then swoops away, and it was quite quite the thriller. And how about Wonder Wheel? Have you been on Wonder Wheel like a million times in your life? Actually, no, because my younger brother was terrified of it, and he still was, but it's a really fun ride. I will say... <laughs> You're definitely wondering, is this thing safe? Is this thing safe? While well, it creaks and uh, sways you along. But it is, and we had so much fun. It does look kind of terrifying. And then when you understand, you know, how old it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely talking some... Talking to DJ and hearing how they maintain that, you know. Of course. Yeah. I'm sure it's totally up to code. It's definitely yeah. the thriller, though, if you haven't been on it before. Definitely. That's absolutely a must do. So what about the rest of the day? How was that? Uh, it was also super hot, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, lunch was pizza from a nearby pizzeria, which was excellent. Nice. I New love York pizza. New York pizza. Um, and then you just got to explore the different parks. Dino's has some other really quirky rides, like a dark ride and another small coaster. And Luna Park has quite the few flat rides as well. Nice. Well, I like that people from out of town got to have New York pizza. <laughs> that's, that's what I would want. I mean, for you, you know, it's right there. You're used to it. It was definitely a nice perk. I thought it was really well integrated into the day. There was also something that ACE members could do, which was to visit the Coney Island Museum and have an ACE private showing of the Coney Island Circus Sideshow, which I actually hadn't done before this. The museum is really cool. It collects all of this Coney Island history into one spot. They have old cyclone trains in there. They have tons of art that people have made about the cyclone and Luna Park and Coney Island in general. And it was just really amazing to see how far and how much the park has been built up over the past hundred years. Yeah, right. Is that there? It's right in the park? No, it's slightly outside. One block, one block off the shore. Oh, okay. So it's like a separate entrance kind of thing. And what is yes. the circus sideshow? I don't want to say too much because I think if you're in the area, you need to go see it. 
but it was this really cool show where they had people doing these kind of crazy stunts in a small intimate setting. Okay. So there was some sword swallowing, fire breathing, that kind of that kind of stuff. All right. Yeah, that sounds like a must do for sure. Uh, what else was so included in the day of this three day event? You got the ERT. You yes. got lunch. There mm-hmm. was uh, access to the museum and the sideshow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then of course you could pay extra to be part of the auction, the raffle, and the silent auction. Is there anything I'm missing? Was there any sort of merch or anything given out? Actually, yeah. Uh, during ERT for Phoenix. Dino's gave cupcakes to all the ACE members and also a bag. Yeah, it was really cute. And a bag full of Dino's merch. So I have some pins and cups and magnets. That was also really lovely. Oh, nice. That's so cool. He was saying, DJ was saying, it was like, felt like having his friends were coming over. (laughs) So I love that he had cupcakes. That's so. (laughs) It was really fun. Cupcakes for all my friends. (laughs) Yeah, I think. Cupcakes and pizza. Yeah, I think Luna Park was just a really great way to end out Preservation Con because there is so much history and it's just such a fun place to be. It has a really great energy. So Maddie, I know you're headed to college, but do you have any upcoming trips planned? Any theme parks uh, on your radar over the next year? Well, funny story. We're actually driving to Chicago from New Jersey and Cedar Point happens to be almost the halfway point. So we're well, gonna how st- perfect is that? I know. I mean, <laughs> what kind of acer would I be if I didn't stop there? So we're going to do one night at Breakers and a whole day at Cedar Point. And oh, that's then so I will perfect. be off. Yeah. And oh. actually, Northwestern has a roller coaster and theme park club. So I hope to maybe involve Ace there. We'll have to see. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they're lucky to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show and talking to us about Preservation Conference and congratulations on your Cyclone win. Thank you. That's so great. And now it's time for the ACE News Spotlight. If you want more about ACE's Preservation Conference, Tim Baldwin wrote a whole breakdown with a bunch of submitted pictures from members who were there. It's a great roundup of the event. Check it out. Our ACE News editor, Rob Askoff, has an interview with FunSpot America's Senior Vice President of Marketing to discuss how the Orlando Park joined forces with Rocky Mountain Construction on the improved Mind Blower. Did you get on it this summer since the retrack? You also probably heard Six Flags' huge announcement about all their additions and improvements to their properties. The company plans to spend $600 million between now and 2025, with a third of that being spent in preparation for the 2024 season. Rab Askoff also breaks all that down for us in his article. To read these articles and more, check out ridewithace.com, then click on Publications and scroll down to Ace News. And now it's time to take a look at the October events. On Saturday, October 7th at Knobles Amusement Resort in Pennsylvania, it's Phoenix Fall Fun Fest. This is a park-sponsored event, not an ACE event, but it's only $5 per attendee. You get ERT, a souvenir swap meet, cake, and some words from the Knobles family. Make sure you register by Thursday, September 28th. 
On Saturday, October 14th, hosted by Ace South Central, it's Fright Bash at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas in San Antonio, Texas. This year's event will start out a little different due to a very special occasion. An annual solar eclipse is taking place just before noon on the day of the event. So instead of a first ride of the day, Ace will be part of the park's eclipse celebration at Lone Star Lills from 11 a.m. to noon. There's night ERT, there's a reserved show seating, there's dinner and more. Early registration deadline is September 30th and late registration will be available until October 7th for additional $5 per ticket. Hey Ace Europe, on Saturday, October 14th and Sunday, October 15th in Poland, it's Scarefest, hosted by Ace Europe. We will be visiting two parks, Legendia Silesian Amusement Park and Energylandia Park. ERT on Let Coaster, lunch, and lots of surprises. Make sure you register by September 24th. And on Friday, October 13th through Sunday, October 15th, hosted by Ace Pacific Southwest in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's Viva Las Acers. We got a great group deal on Adventure Dome at Circus Circus with a party room and a presentation, Big Apple Coaster at New York, New York Hotel, and seeing the defunct Speed the Ride Coaster, a little trip to Mini Grand Prix to grab the Dragon Coaster. Make sure you register by October 6th. Then hosted by Ace Florida on October 21st at Busch Gardens Tampa, it's Ace Florida Fright. An incredible value for Howlo Scream and admission to the park starting at 12.30 with parking, a backstage tour, a ride in house quick queue, and if you have the Howlo Scream Pass, you get an even bigger discount. Make sure you register by October 15th. Then on Saturday, October 28th, hosted by Ace Eastern Pennsylvania at Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom in Allentown, Pennsylvania, it's our first ever Hallow Thriller. There'll be treats, lunch, a construction tour of Iron Menace, behind the scene hot tour, and morning ERT on Hydra, Wild Mouse, Tilt-A-Whirl, and Apollo. Register by October 5th. We don't want you to miss the registration for any upcoming ACE events, so make sure you're checking the website ridewithace.com under the events calendar, but also follow ACE everywhere you consume your social media. We are on Facebook, X, Threads, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Make sure you're subscribed to ACE's pages on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Discord. Follow us everywhere to stay on top of all the coaster and park news coming out and to hear what your ACE membership has to offer. And if you haven't joined ACE yet, what are you waiting for? If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and give us five stars if you can, rate and review. If you have any questions, comments, or podcast episode pitches for us, please reach out to podcast at aceonline.org. Thanks for listening. I hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit aceonline.org for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.